Isn't that what it's called? It is. That is How old am I? That is what it's called. It is called a hyperlink. I just haven't heard hyperlink since the 90s. Hey, man. Listen, on Bacon Days, we use the word hyperlink. That's right. We still use webmaster over here, too. Nobody wants Ann Coulter anywhere near their fucking set. Unless she's the shark. The person from the previously stated Facebook. Yes, the person who comments on your posts Mm -hmm. semi-frequently. Pulled a gun out. Put it to my head. And pulled the trigger. For those listening, if I decide to include this, I have brought over the, uh, what do they call these? The despecialized editions Mm -hmm. for Tim to use. And um, I believe that for the majority of the despecialized, for like the base of the whole thing, Mm -hmm. the laser disc is what they use. And then they go through and are pretty constantly updating you know changing little things color correcting sound correct like all kinds of stuff gotcha yeah that's uh i wish i had the laser discs my uncle had my dad's uncle had them yeah because he had a laser disc player he was one of the people like one of the <laughs> one of the yeah. four people that actually had a laser disc player i did see one of the laser discs at the uh record exchange mm-hmm. not that long ago is this for uh, for record collectors, everybody in town knows it, but it's this big dusty record store, you know. Okay. Just just like there's one path you can walk through the store. Mm-hmm. There's so much stuff in there that like if you deviate from a couple of feet one way or the other, you'll knock something over. <laughs> so, but yeah, that one of the things they have is piles of laser discs because nobody wants them. Right. You know what I mean. So anyway, yeah, I was just admiring Tim's uh, VHSs from the 80s. Tim's parents' VHSs. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I just grabbed them while I was over there. Right. I said I was going to put them on uh, DVD, but now I might not need to because I have the Despecialized on uh, USB. Yeah, which may arguably be even better. I mean, well, I'm I, sure of it is. VHS quality, you know. They, they definitely didn't use the VHS for the transfer, I can tell you that much. Right. I was trying to get Chris to, speaking of VHS, I was trying to get him to bring a VCR over because <laughs> yeah. last time I was on the show, not last time, but the time before that, because I guess the the Star Wars uh, discussion podcast was the last time mm-hmm. I was on for the five minutes I got to talk in that. Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> actually, when I actually, Jordan I, left. I, I did do a rant. Yeah, when Jordan left, we had a lot more time to uh, discuss, which says something about it. Just the right sink, just the right bounce. Just the right bounce. Get that Casper mattress. (laughs) Promo code BACON. Bacon. Actually. No bacon in this episode. What, uh, well, let's do a proper intro Proper intro. You are bacon. No, I'm not. For this episode, For this episode, all right. I'm a pseudo bacon. I actually did have bacon for dinner, so. And who am I? Let's start, let's start over. Okay. <laughs> you're Bacon. And you're Nays. And this is Bacon and Nays. Jimmyless Bacon Edition. That's right. Jimmy is not here. We may call him on the podcast, but 
What are we going to call him? When are we going to call him or no, what? No, what are we oh. going to call him? Oh, that remains to be seen. We might have to use the Jimmy alert again if that happens. I listened to the most recent podcast, the one that came out the day that uh, we're recording this episode. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it came out yesterday. Which uh, which one are you referring to? 137? It's the one where you're talking about... That's the... Uh, where phase three of trying to talk Jimmy into seeing Metallica. Okay, And then yeah. you start talking about movies. Yeah. I've never been more mad at Jimmy in my life after listening to that episode. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, before let, we'll get into that in a second, but I want to do a proper intro here. Sorry. Big and A's podcast. We are a log flume variety podcast. That's right. And we did explain what that means last episode, but for the listeners who are just joining us, log flume, uh, <laughs> I I mean, it's so hard to explain. You're going to go on a ride with us. We're going to talk about <laughs> things. There's going to be ups and downs. And at the end, you're going to be wet. Yeah, there's going to be a big old splash. And who knows what that liquid is. It's something. It's it's whatever you decide it is. You at home, you get to use your imagination through the power of our voice to cover yourself in whatever liquid you want. You know what? Honestly, I kind of wish you were the podcast partner that... <laughs> I had. I'm, I'm the podcast partner you deserve, but not the one you need right now. Well, I, there's something to be said for the ability to be able to just improv, and Jimmy almost has zero I, ability on the improv scale. I disagree. Like, okay. Well, I'm really mad at Jimmy for 137. He like pissed me off royally listening to that episode. Yeah. One of the reasons is be, and I, I, I'm glad I had a few hours to cool down before we recorded this. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Because one of the important things to realize, if you're listening to Bacon and Nays and you're actually friends with Chris and or Jimmy, podcast Jimmy is not real life Jimmy. Yeah. And I have to, I, but since Jimmy doesn't respond to texts or anything like that, the, and he always has to do laundry and can't hang out with us. <laughs> the only time I hear from Jimmy is on the podcast. So podcast Jimmy is becoming like Chongo 2.0 for me right now. Yeah. And he actually uses the podcast as an opportunity to... To fuck with me. Yeah, to like say shit about you. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's podcast Jimmy. It's not real life Jimmy. I know. So it's hard oh. for you to discern between the two, I'm sure. And, and getting pissed at him is rightful in, in from your perspective. Mm-hmm. So uh, anyways, yes, we are a Log Flume Variety Podcast. You can find us on all the socials at Bacon and Nays. And, uh, and just a few minutes ago, I finally delivered... Tim, his uh, two vinyls of Jethro Tull. Yes, I'm so excited. I'm I'm sure you are. You need to get that uh, that system hooked up. Mm-hmm. So I you do. Can play I mean, those. I've been I've been listening to them nonstop on MP3 already. Oh yeah. I uh, well, I've been on a Jethro Tull kick since. Well, I mean, Jethro Tull is one of my two favorite bands. I may have mentioned that in yeah. a previous episode, but around November, I was doing some work on the house. And I had Pandora on, and I decided I'd listen to, uh, I'd make a classic rock station, because usually what I listen to is either, uh, like, Irish punk rock, mm-hmm. like Dropkick Murphys, I'll have a station built on that, and then it'll Yeah, also and St. Patrick's Day was just a little bit ago, Oh, yeah, so... and I, li- I listened to that Pandora station uh, that, that whole week. Um, <laughs> right, yeah. And then I have another one that's basically ones that, uh, it's a station called You Cocksucker, I'll Punch You in the Mouth Radio. <laughs> Um, cause you get to name your Pandora stations. Oh, so you named it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, 
at which and that line comes from uh walk hard the dewey cox story oh, when, he's, right. when he's doing the uh the punk rock uh phase yeah. that's something he yells out <laughs> But that was a station that we created on New Year's Eve at the old house. Wow. We were playing we were playing drinking games and they were I was telling people, give me bands that you wanna you want in the rotation. And that is my go to Pandora station now. It's got all the uh it's got like Pennywise and I was gonna say that's why like all those punk bands showed up on there is cause that's what the whole crew listens mm-hmm. to is those kinda those kind of bands. So uh one thing I want to mention while we're on Jethro Tull, and then I got to lead into something else really quick. Mm-hmm. But um, Aqualung, I whenever I was listening to those vinyls for, as I mentioned, uh, what I got here for both for pleasure and for uh, quality assurance purposes, mm-hmm. um, I really like zoned in on the lyrics of Aqualung. And you're not a lyrics person. No, not at all. And I was horrified. <laughs> because Aqualung is the creepiest fucking song oh, ever. Oh, the song itself. Yeah. yeah. That song. I thought you just meant the entire album. Oh, yeah, no. The uh, the the title track on Aqualung is about a child molester, correct? Um, it's at, Well, there's a lot of that song. That, that whole album, there's a lot of nonsense lyrics. Okay. I think the lyrics to that particular song wasn't even written by Ian Anderson. I think it was written by his wife at the time. Really? If you look at the, show, if you look at the liner notes. But it's like sitting on a park bench. Yeah. I God damn, what a great riff. Anyway. Uh, yeah, that, I mean, that's one of the best rock and roll riffs ever, obviously. And it, yeah, it's the one that you'll hear. Like, if you know Jethro Tull, you know Aqualung. But they have such a huge catalog yeah, I of mean, stuff. And like, all of their stuff what, is good. What was the other... Uh... The other album? Benefit. Benefit. That's okay, their so second album. I listened to both of those through, and that's, I mean, especially for those old records, that's how you're supposed to listen to them. Mm-hmm. Um, reminded me a lot of Led Zeppelin, which is like, but but it's not really, though. It's not like bluesy like Led Zeppelin is. It's, I don't know, it's like uh, the other side of the coin to Zeppelin at the time. You know what uh, I'm saying? Yeah, actually, their first album, Stand Up, has a lot more bluesy. Okay. But but I mean it has the monster riffs. It's got it's more prog than Zeppelin was at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I super dug it, and I never I had never really like listened to those albums all the way through. So and that's what those albums deserve. Like I said, so yeah, Jethro Tull wasn't ever really in your repertoire, right? It's basically just when you'd hear really. him on the radio. Yeah, I mean, most of my musical influence kind of with the starting point goes back to my parents because mm-hmm. I'm the oldest. I, I wasn't. I didn't have like an older brother that and. I know you're an only child too, so like, mm-hmm. you didn't really get introduced to anything besides what your parents kind of had on in the house, right? Yes, that's sort of how I figured out shit too. Is my dad and my stepdad, and uh, and of course later on, kids at school, and that's when I started getting into like yeah. Slipknot and stuff like that. Yeah, but. I want to say I think I mentioned this. I think I mentioned this on the very first time I was on your podcast back when yeah. I was a Thorhammer one mm-hmm. that. My mom was the one that introduced me to Metallica. Oh, yeah, yeah, the Black Album. Mm-hmm. So, if you're a vinyl file and, uh, like Tim is, starting to search out some of those old records, you can do so through baconaze.com slash Amazon. That's right. Forget what Trump says about trying to go after Amazon. <laughs> yeah. You, you go to Amazon using <laughs> our link, you kick us some money. I tell you what, if Amazon doesn't pay taxes, I'm going to end up paying the taxes on it. <laughs> 
All hail Bezos. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, folks. Dude, he's great. I love him. <laughs> I mean. When's he running for president? He kind of started out like an everyday nerd mm-hmm. selling books. And then, and be- now, now you look at a picture of him, and he's like got vests. On. He's like he's a yeah. shaved head. Sunglasses. He's cool guy, Bezos. He looks like he's, <laughs> he looks like uh oh, what am I trying? He, he, yeah, he looks like a movie villain. Right, it's weird because he's got he's got the bald head, the sunglasses, the vest, the like, before no and after. On. <laughs> the before and after is truly amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, if you go to bigandays.com slash Amazon, you'll find the hyperlink that'll take you to your normal link. Yeah. Isn't that what it's called? It is, that is, How old am I? <laughs> that is what it's called. It is called a hyperlink. I just haven't heard hyperlink since the 90s. Hey, man. Listen, on Bacon Days, we use the word hyperlink. That's right. We still <laughs> use webmaster over here, too. Not host? Mm-mm. No, webmaster is the one who um, uh, makes the website. <laughs> He's and, the master and, and of abominations. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Take you to the link to your normal Amazon page. You just do your shopping as you normally would. And then it kicks us a couple of bucks. Helps uh, Mr. Tim Pickle run. A few cents usually. Helps uh, helps Tim Webmaster the website. Yeah, my goal is to actually be able to support the hosting by the cost of all of our podcasts by 2020. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lofty goal. It's a lofty goal. We need a... We need more people to use those links when they're doing their regular shopping, and we need more podcasts on the network to make shows. Yeah, no shit. I figure, like, okay, so on this subject, while we're here, all of Rent is Due is in Vegas right now. If they're not recording a podcast to do, what the, what's even going on I'm, anymore? I'm, I've kind of washed my hands of Rent is Due. Yeah, at this well, point. I know like, they're not, like, they're not, they haven't done any since, like, last year. Last March, or maybe May. Maybe May. Was I think it was episode. May. And I mean, we're approaching May. Yeah, it's almost a year since they've done an episode. And they've teased saying they're coming back and then they don't. Yeah. And then Brandon even almost did a uh, solo podcast for a little bit. Oh, and... I have. Yeah, there's there's something going on with that, too. Okay, sweet. Um, it, does that mean it's happening? It's probably going to happen at some point. I actually have two episodes that he sent me last year, but yeah. there was some stuff we went, like he said he was going to get some music for the beginning. Of oh, it. okay. And I reached out to him, I guess, about a month ago. And he still wants to do it. He's just got some personal stuff going on right now that he's dealing with. Right. Which, but we're talking about, like, one of the things I want to do is start producing more shows out of this studio. Yeah. So, like, even other people's shows, like shows I don't have to be on. So, Brandon might come in since he, he works so close to where the studio is. Yeah, and you got just, you have like, the setup and everything. He can so. just swing in on, like, one of my lunch breaks or something like that and we'll record an episode or something like Does that. Does he still work uh, at, uh, what is that place called? Oh, I have no idea. It's off of Manchester. It's really close. Yeah, he said he's like half a mile away. Yeah, or it's like it, that. if it's the same place, it's really not far at all. So that's cool. It's something to look forward to for us and the listeners. I'd like to do. I'd I'd uh, I'd produce rent is due out of this show, out of this room. If uh... all you got, I mean, they're the ones that gotta get their shit together, right. I guess, right? I'd I'd uh, the I'd... schedules. You're not the scheduler, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'd have to be a scheduler if they want to come use the studio. <laughs> I really, yeah, and I'd... I I really think that's what the issue is. Is everybody's kind of on different times, and that dude, it's hard. Everybody in the world is on different times, exactly. Right? But I mean, I'm a kind of person that makes shit happen, so I mm-hmm. don't really relate to that problem. Yeah, you know I mean, what I mean. This is you're going to work in like a couple hours, right? Actually, I am off tonight, which is why I'm here. Oh, okay. yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I would never record on a Thursday if... Gotcha. Yeah. Anyway, uh, is there anything you have coming up podcast-wise you want to plug before we get into the show proper? Anything coming up podcast-wise? That's a good question. I've got a lot of... I have eight Beard versus Evil concepts that I'm working on. Mm-hmm. If we have time, maybe we can do an impromptu one. Oh, yeah, well. totally. And because I, I, I said in my last episode that I wanted to do one a month and I haven't released one in March yet. Um, so if we can do a quick one, if I have, if we can figure out what to talk about, because <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm down to spur of the moment. Exactly. Um, I haven't heard like they don't have a release date for season two of American Gods. So I don't know when these American Gods is coming back. Oh my gosh. How did they not have one yet? They had like issues with their showrunner or something like that. Oh. So they just got a new showrunner like last month in February. So these American Gods probably might not come back until towards the end of this year. Damn. Or like fall or something. And of course, Game of Thrones is also. Yeah, on... Watchers on the Couch is kind of on hold until 2019, unless um, I'm thinking maybe. In the meantime, for Watchers on the Couch, maybe we'll cover season two of Westworld. That'd be sweet. So not even do a whole new podcast. Yeah. Just throw it under the... Under the Watchers on the Couch. The umbrella. I think, I think that's the... what... If, if I continue to do Watchers on the Couch after Game of Thrones is over, I think that's going to be kind of the... that it, Watchers on the Couch will evolve to be a show where we just talk about TV shows. Yeah, I was going to say that's a good idea because Watchers on the Couch, the name itself fits for watching whatever mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be it's just watching things that are of your interest a genre show mm-hmm. you know um i have i have some other ideas floating around in my head as well i registered another domain name for another possible podcast that i will be doing okay that is um, a mysterious teaser i like it yeah i don't i don't want to do i'm not gonna throw anything out there until i know more about more it. concrete yeah because yeah. i've already thrown out Two podcasts last year that I barely do. <laughs> That's okay, man. That's not true. Beard versus Evil. I thought Beard versus Evil was going to be one where I just like come up with everything and then record them all at once and then like have a backlog and release them as a season. But it's yeah, so they're evergreen. They don't have to be. You don't have to wait for things to happen right. like a TV show. You don't have to wait for something to come on TV to then make a show. Yeah, but it seems to be turning into more of a high files kind of thing mm-hmm. for the show for the concepts that I'm bouncing around in my head. I'm trying to like figure out who I can do for the interview portion. Yeah, it's more of a and project then, podcast. Yeah, each each of those a... episodes is more of a project and then eventually once I actually start getting people to listen to the show, maybe start getting some feedback and uh, you know, responses from them about like show ideas and things like that, like incorporate the audience more into the show. So, I would be able to do more episodes because there's just more content coming in from yeah, yeah. Sift through. So there's that. Yeah. Okay. Well, good. Uh, we'll definitely look forward to all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned at the top of the show that Jimmy was angering you. Do you want, <laughs> do you want to get more into that before, uh, well, other stuff or I'm trying to figure out what pissed me off more. I'm saying <laughs> that Metallica is a shitty band. Oh yeah. That, that one got me here, but I let it roll because it, this, well, this is actually going to roll into our next thing, but <laughs> I kind of let that roll off because we're entering phase three of uh, get Jimmy to go to Metallica. Well, that was the thing is when he said that, <laughs> I, I literally said out loud, like I'm at work, not at like I, I actually work from home today, but I'm there on the on the computer trying to like write my code for my application. Mm-hmm. And then Jimmy's like, blah, blah, blah. And then, to see some shitty bands like well fuck you jimmy you're not going now. 
<laughs> well, here's the thing is like, I think podcast, like you said earlier, podcast Jimmy, mm-hmm. he doesn't think Metallica is a shitty band. Like, I know for a fact that he has listened and enjoys Injustice for All, mm-hmm. for instance. Like, I know he mostly listens to more hardcore shit than that, as far as like the vocals are less intelligible. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, or it's more progressive and more hev- like heavier in the sense that it's more modern metal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I don't want to paint Jimmy into a corner um, because Jimmy probably is painting his house as we speak anyway, so he can do that himself. <laughs> he is um, planning a remodel, and I know that surprises oh, yeah. you. <laughs> he's, he, he said he's not going to be able to do anything for like six months because he's moving steps. Right. For okay, I don't know. I don't know why that locks him up for six months, but okay. <laughs> anyway, um, shots fired. <laughs> shit, I forgot what I was gonna say. Well, uh, while you think about that, I have a couple theories on oh, why. Oh, Jimmy's Jimmy's music taste is actually oh, okay. very very broad. Like he's exposed me to a lot of things. That totally. I, I mean, he likes Ja Rule a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and his Dixie Chick collection is out of this world. Um, I do actually have a couple theories on why he's being so, like... He's got the Ja Rule Metallica single on vinyl, I, I think. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's he did his it favorite. Again. <laughs> I, man, if if people only knew how awful that reference is, I mean, <laughs> yeah. that song is just the worst. Yeah, give us a comment if you remember the Ja Rule Metallica song. Or if you don't, that's fine, too. I Look ho- it up. I hope I... Can someday forget that that happened, but I, I don't know that that's possible. Well, I can't because I'm friends with Sam. And yeah. I'm like, Sam made a big deal about that song. <laughs> like, he really shit on it when it came out, and it's just permanently. God, it's my... so bad. That song, and. Uh, it's from the St. Anger Sessions. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so that uh, Sam's hatred for that song is burned into my subconscious, and his uh, his hatred for that one Bare Naked Ladies song. <laughs> It's all been done before. Is that the song? No, no, no. It's uh, I can hide out under there. I just made you say underwear. <laughs> oh my god, he had a f- <laughs> he gets he went off. He on got legitimately at, like we're like twenty something years old. Yeah. He's like legitimately pissed off over this fucking song. Well, Getty just presented them a Canadian award the other day. <laughs> so, uh, I but I want to get to my theories the on why Jimmy is being trepidatious about. Doing this trip with us. I think it has more to do with the trip itself than the band. Okay. And this is all me just making theories. Is this okay? conspiracy theory time? You need a stinger for this. <laughs> you need a stinger for a lot of uh, aspects in the show. You need the um, Mexican news stinger. Uh, you need the foot news. Oh, I do need it. Well, foot news might be over, though. Foot news. Foot news. <laughs> I thought that I... Had a conspiracy theories and shit and stuff thing ready, but maybe okay. Didn't we have a Metallica news uh, stinger at some oh, point? Oh, we did. It was ooh, ooh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's somewhere in your files. I know that. Okay, so I have a theory that Jimmy actually has a phobia of trains. <laughs> <laughs> the... <laughs> and I looked it up earlier. You mean? The... You mean physical trains or having trains ran on him? Oh, no. This is actual, like, trains that you ride on. Okay. It's called siderodromophobia. Wow. Yeah. 
Um, and here's here's what I, I found on uh, it's verywellmind.com, which was the first thing that came up on Google. From March of 2017. Oh, this is fucking recent. Yeah, it's a well, year, a year ago. ago. Damn, I forget that it's 2018. <laughs> <laughs> a broadly encompassing diagnosis that includes all fears related to trains. Some people fear crashing, while others are afraid of the lack of control. Still, others do not directly fear trains, but find them to be a trigger for other phobias, such as claustrophobia, social phobia, or germophobia. Um, oh, Jimmy, he stole the handle. Here's here's where I think I'm on to something. Mm-hmm. And uh, the article continues. Depending on the severity of your phobia, symptoms like shaking, sweating. We're getting closer. Jimmy sweats a lot. We're getting closer. Here's the kicker. Gastrointestinal systems. Holy symptoms, shit. Symptoms, I mean. Absolutely. Or heart palpitations, which, I mean, he did recently say he might have a heart attack soon, like Kevin Smith. Yeah. Like, I really feel like this is less of a conspiracy theory and more of an almost scientific fact. I don't think he's going to have a heart attack like Kevin Smith. I think he's just going to have a heart attack because Kevin Smith came out of his heart attack really positive and everything. Yeah, I don't see Jimmy being positive about anything. Right. (laughs) So, (laughs) but yeah, I mean, do you think that... um, you know, him not wanting to go on this Metallica trip could be rooted in his fear of trains? I think now that I've heard that, it almost has to be that. Um, but I think we need to uh, give him some tough love. I think what we should do is make him a mixtape. Yeah. Uh, it'll have Train's Greatest Hits. It'll have <laughs> Locomotive Breath by Jethro Tull. Casey Jones by uh, Grateful Dead. Uh, what other uh, songs have trained? <laughs> well, I also Thomas think... Thomas the Tank Engine theme song? I think uh, you're onto something with this tough love thing because um, I did prepare something that I want to read and hopefully he'll listen to it and he'll build <laughs> up a kind of uh, uh, some strength against the immunity fear. to IOK yeah, powder. There you go. And uh, I'm just going to go ahead and read into my prepared statement here. Please do. Recent Amtrak. Collisions and derailments. We need piano music under this. (laughs) February 4th. New York to Miami. Collision with freight train. Two killed, 116 injured. January 31st. Charter train carrying Republican Party members collided with a garbage truck in West Virginia, killing one person. October 28th, 2014. 24 injured in Indiana collision. November 29th, 2012, seven passengers injured, truck driver killed in a collision in Orlando. And now on to the derailments. Oh, no. December 18th, 2017, in Washington State, three killed, 100 plus injured. May 12th, 2015, in Philadelphia, eight killed, 200 plus injured. West Philadelphia? Born and raised. On the train is where he was, (laughs) spent most of his days. He's a hobo. Freight train. Couldn't uh, Jimmy make a great train hobo, though? Listen, I mean, I saw him just a few days ago. He's definitely unshaven for <laughs> weeks. So, but he didn't smell as bad as I would. I mean, I've never smelled a hobo, but I imagine that they're pretty, like, you need to stay away from them. Yeah. Bad smelling. Mm-hmm. That's what I assume. Got a couple more here. Okay. <laughs> April 18th, 2002 in Florida. Four killed, 142 injured. 
And July 31st, 1991 in South Carolina, eight killed, 76 injured. So, Jimmy, I hope that hearing about these various um, deaths and injuries has built up, like you said, some immunity. Well, here's the thing. He has no problem getting into his car. We should have. We should list how many car fatalities there are in a day. Yeah, and also I want him to get out of his car and into my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it the other way around? Maybe. <laughs> oh, boy. Anyway. Um, how stoked are you that we have Metallica tickets? I'm pretty stoked, actually. Like It's like a year away, though. That's the thing that I've been running into in my head. Is like, I get excited, but... Yeah, what the fuck are we going to see Metallica? <laughs> 2019, we might be nuked by North Korea by then. We may never see Metallica. No, that's bullshit. That'll never happen. <laughs> Ronald Reagan put Star Wars up in the air, and we're fine. <laughs> we got Star Wars on the table. I mean, we got Star Wars all over the place. There's a lot of Star Wars around here. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um, Jimmy didn't see the Star War. Which uh, which one? I don't know. <laughs> he definitely hasn't Please. seen at least like three of them. Uh, yeah, I... And he doesn't like Thor Ragnarok. What a... What I a, love Thor Ragnarok. son of a bitch. I cracked my shit up watching Thor Ragnarok. Mm. And he gave it to me. He just straight up gave it to me. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, yeah, so I've been getting way more into Metallica again because I feel like they're one of those bands that you, like, give a break sometimes. Because mm-hmm. those old records are certainly my favorite records. Uh, the first four, right. or the first five, I guess, maybe. Um, and you give it a little time in between, and I actually have been listening to this awesome podcast called Metal Up Your Podcast, which I've... You've referenced on. I've, yeah, I've referenced and I've told you about before, and I, you actually won those picks at one time. Oh, that's right. Guitar picks. They're around here somewhere. <laughs> yeah, use those motherfuckers. I think they're in, a, I think they're in this drawer under here. Um, so I listen to that every week, and those guys are very enthusiastic about their love for Metallica, and that rubs off on me, and I... Have been digging back into the catalog and really loving Metallica again. And that, I mean, that went away for a while just because there was a lot of stuff I wasn't super into. You know what I mean? Yeah. But they helped me rediscover how really good Death Magnetic was, first of all. Yeah. Because I gave that a good, you know, 20 or 30 listens right when it first came out and then I gave it a really long break. Right. You know what I mean? So... That's back in rotation. Of course, we did a whole review podcast on this mm-hmm. podcast about... Um, Hardwired. Hardwired to Self-Destruct, and that was record that? is still awesome, too. That's uh, I And mean, that was still... like I, That never left my CD player from yeah. the time I got it up until November of last year when I got on my Justin wow. Tall kick. Well, and, you know, you're not... I, I, I mean, I'm like this, but I don't know if you're like this, like... You don't buy as many CDs as you used to anyway? Oh, no. The last time I bought a CD... Well, I bought the Greta Van Fleet one... Yeah, I was going to say Greta Van Fleet. months ago. And then... Uh, yeah, after that, it was... Yeah, so it's been like over a year since... That's the only one I've bought since Hardwired. Yeah. was the Greta Van Fleet one. And then before that, um may have been Death Magnetic. Wow. And that was Oh no, you know what? I bought a pretty reckless CD. Okay. 
But still, I, between Death Magnetic and Hardwired was like nine years or something like something that. Something like that. <laughs> but since you're getting back into vinyl, you're going to dig in back into that old shit again. Yeah, absolutely. I need to get Metallica on vinyl. Um, they, the, I know the reissues sound really good. I've been on a recent hunt for the old shit. Um, I did... I don't usually do this, but I did buy a really uh, reasonably priced old Ride the Lightning without it. Did the reason it was so cheap is because it didn't come with the cover or anything. It just was the vinyl itself, and mm-hmm. that's it. And uh, I found a original Kill 'Em All in the wild. Wow! I mean, that never happens. And it was only forty dollars, which I was like, "Holy fucking shit!" Yeah, it's not. There's no way I'm not buying this. <laughs> That was at the St. Louis record show. <coughs> Excuse me. Final's ridiculous. I mean, once you get really into it, it can get expensive. You nice. gotta like you gotta like pump your brakes once in a while. Mm-hmm. I, I what I've been doing is solely focusing on my favorite bands. Yeah. And if you do that, then you can kinda like like I said, pump the brakes. Not just buy everything that looks awesome. You know yeah, what I mean? That's, that's what I run into when I go to uh well, I go to Barnes and Noble like, yeah. j- a lot just to like peruse and see what I'm going to buy on Amazon.com slash mm-hmm. bacon um, <laughs> or bacon and ace.com slash Amazon. Oh gosh. I love when you throw in those plugs like that. Um, which is a horrible thing. Cause like Barnes and Noble is great and I don't want them to go out of business, but I'd never buy anything there cause they're so overpriced. Oh, totally. I mean, but yeah, like all their records are like 30 bucks. They do have great magazines there though. Yeah, and even the magazines I want to get are 15 bucks. Yeah. It's like, fuck me. Well, it's because the magazine business is in the toilet. Yeah, and all the magazines I want to get are from, like, the UK. Yeah, they, well, there's a, uh, what is that one that I really, uh, Classic Prague or something like that? Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen that? I think so, yeah. That's a UK magazine. Um, yeah, I was just looking up uh, on di- my Discogs app, which I highly recommend if you're a vinyl file, because it kind of co- it sorts out everything that you have. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm up to over a hundred vinyl at this point. Wow. I did not expect that number, but there it is. And there you go. Do you have an actual record crate? I don't, but I, up in the top of, uh, my living room closet, there's a really nice shelf that everything just sits up there perfectly. Now, the only problem is I have to like turn on the light on my phone cause it's in a closet <laughs> and like go up there and sift through shit. But that is on my list of things to get is actually a record crate. But the thing, the problem is the fucking cat. The cat likes to listen to records. The cat asleep. likes to tear up anything that is oh. out. <laughs> Chris is asleep. He's home from work. Time to put on some Pink Floyd. <laughs> he particularly likes the instrumental tracks in between the other tracks. I actually heard uh, us and them in the shower earlier. Picture that. <laughs> Uh, I did want to mention how awesome their uh, set lists are right now. Metallica, Metallica yeah. Pink Floyd. Oh, dude, Pink Floyd, they're killing it. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta look up Metallica's uh, Instagram here. Metallica. Okay, so two days ago they played in Hamburg. Was that a good German accent? That no. was the worst German. I didn't even know it was That's German. Fine. That's fine. It's fine. Now this is a good drumming accent. <laughs> okay, so um, the good uh, the good thing about what they're doing right now is they're still featuring heavily the uh, the, the latest record, yeah. Um, which they always do that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Damn you. Don't go to the comments. Okay, here we go. Hardwired, Atlas, Seek and Destroy, Four Horsemen, Unforgiven, Now That We're Dead, which uh, they're still doing that drum thing in the middle. Get rid of that, Metallica. You don't need that drum middle section thing where they all stand around hitting the Japanese drums. Mm-hmm. Didn't like it. I actually did like it, but I don't need to see it again. No, exactly. One, I mean, in a year, if they're still doing that, what the fuck? Well, this is... that's a that's room for another short song. What short, what short song? It is. It's like two what's, minutes long. What's Metallica short song? Um, something on Kill 'Em All or a cover, Misfits cover. I actually wish. Did they play any Load and Reload? They did. They played Fuel. That's right. They did play Fuel. Yeah. Um, I think they, they I think they played Memory Remains too. Maybe not at St. Louis, but I think they did have it. It's been the in the rotation. Yeah. Um, let's see. Now they're dead. Dream no more, which is a, a song that they haven't been playing all the time. Um, from the bell tolls, Halo on fire, uh, die, die, my darling. Oh, or, nice. wait, maybe that's, it's, it just says die. So maybe that's, uh, creeping death. Oh, it might be. Okay. Um, fuel again, moth. Into the flame. Sabatrue one Master of Puppets. Spit Out the Bone, which they didn't play in St. Louis. I really want to see Spit Out the Bone live. If they don't play it in a year, I'll be pissed. They have it on YouTube. They do, <laughs> but that's not the same. Uh, and then, um, let's see. Really Nothing wish- Else Matters in Sandman, which is what they closed with. They closed with that. Yeah. Um, and then an alternative. I, I just really wish Rob would learn how to sing. Yeah, I dude, I know he's not very good on backers, but at least he's trying. You know, he is, and I've heard, I've heard like some songs he sounds better, yeah, in than others. But man, like the one thing when I when I hear them live now with the <clears throat> with the with these new songs, it's like how much better would this be if Jason was on backup vocals? Totally. <laughs> I mean, nothing against Rob as a bass player, but man, Jason's when you go back and watch some of those live videos, mm-hmm. especially like live shit or or. Uh, S&M or any of that stuff, dude, Jason's killer. Because that's the only time they ever had backup vocals, too. Did you see them um, at a sanitarium uh, at the at the raceway? No, the only time I saw them live with Jason was for the load, load tour when oh, I was in really? high school. Yeah, I saw him at Keel. It was still Keel back then. Fuck yeah. Back when... Uh, that's they, awesome. They had the stage show where the guy like falls down yeah, from, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. from the rafters and like he gets electrocuted and so all the you, lights go So out was and, it in the round? Like like they the stage was in the middle of the arena and yeah, everybody's yeah, yeah. okay. I was gonna say because that's what that's what the uh, the load um, V or VHS or DVD or whatever the cunning stunts one cunning stunts that's yeah, what it is. The, this show was pre cunning stunts right because they didn't they have, did cunning stunts after reload. Pretty sure no they didn't they had demo they had a demo of load oh really they played, they played an early version of load in cunning stunts oh that's right I'm sorry fuel fuel. Fuel. Um, yeah, no, that, that that's right because it, it it wasn't completely finished yet. But they didn't. But they did not play that at the Keel Center. Yeah, I want to say that load and reload are mostly from one like set of recordings, right? Originally, they were going to do a double, yeah, a double release. Which, if you ask me, they. Pro- I mean, I know you're a load and reload lover. I actually went since I've been listening to that podcast I mentioned earlier. I went and listened to them, and there there's a lot more 
good than I thought. I love Loki. Yeah, I, I've always loved Loki. But there are some clunkers on those two that they could have afforded to get rid of and then just release it as a double album. What do you think are clunkers? I, I mean, I would have to go back and look at the, set, the track list. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean... Like I said, I did go back and listen to them, but it was at least six months ago. There might be... I think there's probably two on each album that I could do without. Yeah. I mean... But I still don't think they're like bad songs, but they're definitely filler. James really uh, leaned into his uh, country blues kind of stuff on those. His his personal music interest, I think, is more that than super heavy at this point. So he... You can hear more of that styling, especially in Kirk's guitar too. Like they they really lean into the bluesy kind of stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of slide and stuff. I did. I re- I actually really dig those records now though. And yeah, then um, the only the only ones I don't dig are uh, Saint Anger and Saint Anger. Like has a couple songs that I do like. They just need to be a lot shorter. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the the sound of it isn't good. Even the sound on Death Magnetic isn't that good. Even though the songs are good, but the mixes are shit. It's just, uh, it, it, it's sort of like the problem with uh, Justice. It's just like flat. Yeah. Like the actual. It's not a rounded sound. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it, there's the low end sounds weird. The high end. It's just weird sounding. This was something that. You Sam, don't have to be an audiophile to realize it sounds weird. Yeah. Something Sam and I noticed when, when it came out. Um, I had had Guitar Hero Metallica mm-hmm. for my Xbox. Yeah. The mixes. For the Death Magnetic songs on Guitar Hero are better than what's on the actual CD. Wow, I would like to hear those. I think it's just because like some of the instruments are like tuned down, so you can get the guitar in yeah. there. So the other uh, the the songs that they've been switching out on on another uh, another uh, stop on this tour they're doing right now, or this leg of the tour anyway. Um, Holier than thou they played the other day. Oh, that's a good song. Sanitarium, which is a song they've been playing off and on. Um, Confusion, Last Caress they played the other day. Okay. Um, those are the ones on that I'm seeing on this set list that they've switched out. But the, but I really like where they're going with the choices they're making set list wise. Um, enough new and old school, and even some fucking load thrown in there. It's even a cover or two thrown in there. Like they're all over the map, and they're doing everything right. As I want far them as to I'm play. Concerned. I want them to play all three Unforgivens back to back. I mean, that's a dream for another day, probably. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't be opposed to, though. I like all three of those. I do too. Um, One of the interesting things about Holier Than Now is if you watch any in the, a year and a half in the life of Metallica is that Bob Rock said that should be the first single off the Black Album. That comes yeah, out. yeah. And, and Bob sh- Rock had some interesting, and they shot him down. Interesting ideas. Bob Rock, like from the producer standpoint, like people like to shit on Bob Rock. Bob Rock is amazing. Well, he, it depends on what you're looking for in the sound of a record. If you want super clean, he is that that record's as clean as a whistle. It the, sounds amazing, with the exception of yeah. Well, with the exception of Saint Anger. Bob Rock's drum sounds. They're the best Metallica drum the, sounds. Are the best Metallica drum sounds. Right. I mean, but that but that's the thing. Is like It depends on what you're looking for. If you're, mm-hmm. if you're from that 80s thrash mindset, then you want Master of Puppets. And, but if you want super clean sounding, which is not what Master of Puppets is, is not what Ride the Lightning is, you know what I'm saying? Right. Then you want 
Bob Rock. So anyway, we should move on. I have other shit prepared, and we have, we're running out of time to do it. Oh, all right. Well, let's uh... let's move on to the games portion. There's only one person playing. <laughs> That's right. Okay. I will decide if you win or lose. Okay. <laughs> Okay, this first game is a brand new game. Say things fast. No, <laughs> we don't have to do that this time. Uh, which is good, because we're quickly running out of time. Uh, this is a game called Sharknado Death. Okay. First off, this game starts with one question. It is, have you seen Sharknado, any of them? No. Good. <laughs> uh, this is a game, um, I'm going to give you two names. One of these people... Has died in a Sharknado movie. The other, I made up. So okay, I didn't make up the person. I made up that they were a death in Sharknado. So you have to pick which one is the true Sharknado death. Are they all in Sharknado? Or I don't believe that the ones that I threw in are. Okay, great. But I did not have time to fact check that. Okay, so I'm, I'm gonna. If you say Russell Crowe, I'm gonna know listen. Correction part. Corrections department's been having a field day on this podcast recently. Correction. There should be a whole corrections department about how Jimmy's wrong about everything when it comes to DC and Marvel movies. I mean, the whole thing with that on my side is like, if you can't take a movie on its own terms. And the movie is shit based on just the movie itself. Then the movie's shit. It doesn't matter what kind of comics or what theories you have about who is in the Justice League or whatever. If the movie is shit, then the movie is shit. Yeah, the argument made no sense. It's like, well, you have all these comics to look back on on The Flash, so why do you need a whole Flash movie? It's because it's a different universe. They're establishing a shared cinematic universe. And you need to know who the character is if you're going to enjoy it. They don't establish who these fucking characters are. Okay, we got we got to move on. Also, Doctor Strange was a good movie. Okay, it was just predictable as shit. I'm gonna watch it. I I t- I eventually get around to every Marvel movie. Oh, Sometimes you you it takes me a while. I thought you said you didn't like it. I said I haven't seen it, but I was gonna take Jimmy's word on it. But oh. now that somebody else is throwing me a curveball, I might just give it a chance. It's an, it's enjoyable. Like if you like Doctor Strange and. Like any of the other movies, well, he's only been in Thor so far. Right. He's going to be in Avengers. Right. The new one. I think it's good. I really like the Spider-Man movie. I'm sure it's different than... Yeah, dude, the Spider-Man movie kicked ass. Let's get to your games. Yeah, man. Stop it. I keep <laughs> I keep derailing things to scare Jimmy away. Oh, Jimmy is not here. Okay, so your first set of names. Jerry Springer or Mari Povich. Jerry Springer or Maury Povich. One of them is a Sharknado death. Right. I'm going to say that Jerry Springer seems like the type of person who would be in a Sharknado movie and Maury Povich would be funny, but he's still on TV, so he probably takes himself a little too seriously. I'm going to say Jerry Springer. That is correct. Yeah. I feel like that was sort of a a, a softball. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Well, then I guess I won't talk through all. <laughs> no, you, you get to. I I want your process. All right, I want your thinking process. Okay, Paul Reiser or Penn and Teller. <sighs> so that's actually three people, but technically, you always pair Penn and Teller. Penn and Teller. I saw them in Vegas. They were great. 
Oh, I would love to see them live. I got a picture with Penn. He's fucking tall. He's like almost a foot taller than me, and I'm tall. Yeah, and he's on the potato diet. <laughs> the potato diet. <laughs> he's like vegan now, isn't he? Uh, I think I think that's what he used to like lose all the weight or whatever, okay. and then he transitioned. Uh, it seems weird that Paul Reiser would be in Sharknado. But you got to think it is weird that any of these people would even consider being in Sharknado at all. Um. And you don't hear much from Paul Reiser. Like, he's doing stuff now again. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many Sharknado movies there are. Um, like five? I'm going to say, I don't really want to say Penn and Teller either, just because they're, like, st- still huge in, like, Vegas and everything mm-hmm. like that, and they don't have time for that shit. But mm-hmm. I'm going to say Penn and Teller anyway. That is correct. Okay. Nice. That only counts for one point, though. Because oh. even though because, it's two people. Because Teller doesn't talk, yeah. Yeah, exactly. He's not a real person. <laughs> Nobody's seen Teller and Jimmy in the same place. I have a new conspiracy theory. What? What if Teller is D.B. Cooper? (laughs) What if Teller is a train? Jimmy would be scared of him. Okay, so uh, Dennis Rodman or Mark Cuban? (laughs) That's hilarious. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, whoever the fake person is, that's a good fake person choice. Uh... I'm going to say, boy, Dennis Rodman, you know, should be in a Sharknado movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban doesn't take himself too seriously, except when he's arguing with Trump on Twitter. Um, <laughs> so he could be in a Sharknado movie as well. Right. Mark Cuban. That's correct. Nice. Wow. You're three for three. Got a couple more here. Uh, let's see. Carrot Top or <laughs> Pauly Shore? Aren't they, aren't they the same person? Oh, I mean, they're definitely on the same level of awfulness. I know, like, somebody that would be real. I know a few people on Facebook that are going to be really upset that I said that. <laughs> <laughs> there, there are some people that are still some really big Pauly Shore fans. Really? In 2018. That's odd. Um, Carrot Top would be the most humorous. Pauly Shore seems to be the most desperate to mm-hmm. be in something again, which mm-hmm. would make him a prime candidate for Sharknado. Uh, but he was he's the second choice on the list, <laughs> and I just answered the second choice. I can't you can't answer C for all of them. Um, <laughs> that only works on the ACTs, right? Uh, I'm gonna say Carrot Top. That's correct. Okay. Wow. Nice. God, you're good at this. Okay, your last round of Sharknado death. Jimmy or Google? <laughs> no. <clears throat> Ann Coulter <laughs> or Mark Paul Gossler? It has to be Mark Paul Gossler. There's no way. Nobody wants Ann Coulter anywhere near their fucking set. Unless she's the shark. Is she like a smaller shark that gets eaten by the big shark? <laughs> I've never seen any of them either. Oh, okay. I'm a, yeah, Mark Paul Gossler. I would never waste my time on a fucking Sharknado movie. Jimmy, so you, you does, said Mark Paul... Does, does Jimmy have them all? I, I would not be surprised. <laughs> yeah, I'm Aren't they Mark, like TV movies, though? They're like sci-fi movies. Yeah, okay. But like at this point, like they're their own fucking they franchise. They probably get theatrical releases. It's so... We, uh, I don't know if any of them have ever gotten a theatrical release, but it's one of those things where people are like... They're like intentionally making shitty campy movies Mm -hmm. with the intention of being shitty and campy it's like listen you can't do that i actually saw the uh actress who is the star of that those movies uh at comic-con 
Tara Reed? Yeah, she was eating pizza at the same restaurant we were at after we left. And a bunch of people went up and bothered her. And I'm like, I'm not going to talk to her. I don't fucking bother Tara Reed. I don't. I mean, I don't even care to meet her. <laughs> Why would I care? You just like <laughs> just walk up to yeah. her and say that line from the Big Lebowski that she says. <laughs> like, Suck your cock for $1,000 or $100. When she's like, uh, <laughs> you want a toe? <laughs> <laughs> I can get you a toe. Here, here's my toe. That's not the line. Okay, uh, so who'd you say? I said Mark Paul Gossler. That's incorrect. I'm sorry. Ann Coulter was in a Sharknado movie? Yes, she was. Fuck Sharknado then. And she died in it. But I don't have any other information besides that. Man, she's really desperate for attention. Yes. Yes, she is. Um, Let's see here. Your next game is a fairly new game. We played it with... Uh, with the previous guest, previous couple of guests, the uh, the guys from Red Text Promotions. I don't know if you listen to that one or not. I have not listened to that one. The uh, I, I will tell you this: the sound quality on our interview episodes is significantly better because I changed my method of recording. Them. Nice. Then so I should, uh, I should give it. A, I should give it a listen. Exactly. It's not. It's not how it used to be, where it's like bullshit. Everybody talking over each other, that kind of thing. Yeah, Jimmy, I don't, I don't see why you guys do it in the living room and not by Jimmy's bar. Because that was like a great setup when we did that one crossover thing. Really? Yeah. Maybe we'll try that. But I think, well, I, I, we'll talk about it after how we sure. actually recorded it. Okay, so this next game is called Everything But. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, so... How this game is played is, I'm going to describe to you everything about the box of a VHS, except for the title of the movie. <laughs> Your job is to guess the title of the movie. If you do not guess the title of the movie, you have to accept the awful VHS <laughs> into your fastly is growing it, collection of VHSs. Is it, oh no, I give those all back to good <laughs> Oh, you do? No, not all of them, but some of them. Damn I it! I'm supposed to keep them. What am I going to do with a bunch of VHS players? <laughs> Regift them on this show. Oh, I have a bag of stuff from Nick. <laughs> yeah. Did he tell you what it is? No, he didn't. So, for our holiday party, Nick thought we were going to do some podcasting. Mm-hmm. He brought a big bag of stuff. Oh, shit. It's mostly old Playboys. <laughs> what? I have a one of those reusable grocery bags. Filled with like mid two thousands Playboys Ooh, sitting there... in this closet right now. Are there any wrestler girls? I'd have to. I haven't looked through them. We'll, we'll get into that later. <laughs> <laughs> God of a creep. Okay, so you can't look at the VHS, so you'll have to. Okay, so do I have to like be like this? Actually, no. Time? I can. I can. I can hold it down here. So, okay. This VHS is a formal former rental. Um, that's the clue. No, no, no. I'm gonna read. I'm gonna tell you everything that you want to <laughs> know. So you ask me questions about this box, and uh, I'll tell you whatever you want to know, besides the title. Ask you questions about the box. Yeah. So like you can ask, or about the movie itself. So you can ask me like, who's the star? Oh, well, that's you know what I'm saying. I gotcha. Anything about it besides the name of the movie is for up for up for grabs here. I so. see. That's interesting. Um, 
What's the cover look like? <laughs> the cover is a uh, profile of the star holding a gun, looking around the corner with a stupid look on his face. With a stupid look on his face. Yes. Uh, on the back, there's a couple shots from the movie and a brief description of what the movie is about. Which all that stuff is also up for a game. So this is an action movie. Uh, yes, I would put it in that category. Would does it have a subcategory? Um, is it like an action comedy? No, it's an action thriller, a secret agent movie. You can literally ask me anything about it though, okay. besides the title. So. There's a lot more information you can dig into here. Is it just one person on the cover? Yes. Who's the person? Sean Connery. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, we're, young, we're already narrowing it down. <laughs> <laughs> so we know it's a James Bond movie now. Absolutely, it is. I have to guess which James Bond movie. I mean, no, there's like there's a bunch of shit that could tell you what it is. I mean, oh, is there more than just Sean Connery on the cover? No, just him. Just him. With a gun. With a gun. He has a stupid look on his face. Um, and you can tell me... I can ask you anything about the movie. Anything about the cover of the movie, yeah. Anything about the cover of the movie. Yeah, so there's a bunch of shit on here. There's... There's the production company. There's the... That's all the same. No, I'm, all I'm the just same. joking. There's a description of the movie itself. There's... So I can have you read the description of yeah. the movie itself? Yeah. Just not the title. Okay, read me the description of the movie. Okay. Color, 1967. <laughs> this VHS is that old that they were describing that it was in color for okay. sure. So you knew that. Sean Connery is back as James Bond... And the emphasis is on explosive action in this fifth 007 adventure. Oh, Christ. Set against the lush splendor of Japan and a wicked plot to precipitate World War III. Someone is snatching space capsules out of the sky. The Americans Ah. blame the Soviets, who in turn accuse the U.S. And both sides are gearing up for the ultimate confrontation. Only one man can save the world from the coming catastrophe, Agent 007. But can he act in time? Highlighted by a spectacular set, a missile silo concealed within a dormant volcano. Oh my god. <laughs> Classic James Bond, by the way. Yeah. And a sensational air battle between Spectre forces and Bond's autogyro. An amazing plane that can be disassembled to fit into four small suitcases. What? (laughs) This movie is one of the most thrilling Bond movies ever made. It might be one of the ones I haven't seen. And I thought I've seen all the Sean Connery ones. So... When When did Sean Connery stop being James Bond? Um... I don't know. I did say that this is from 1967, though. So is that an early Bond movie? It's the fifth one. I don't know if he left and then came back that early. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if he did a couple and then left and then came back. He did some and then, like, George Lazenby did one. And Mm. then he came back to do one more. And that one was, like, really shitty. Okay. 
and I don't think I ever saw it. Um, but 67 seems too late. Uh, Sounds like you don't really know. I'm going to say, oh, what's the one? What's the one I haven't seen? On her, no, I've seen On Her Majesty's Secret Service. You Only Live Twice? That is correct. No shit. Wow. Oh my God, that is a goofy looking film. This Isn't has it? to be the shitty one. I mean, the description sounded awesome, but maybe they're just really good at writing what a description. This looks... Yeah, this looks like after he's been James Bond for a while. Mm-hmm. That, well, it's the fifth one, so I don't know. But, uh, yeah, so you don't have to accept that movie now if you don't good, want it. Good, uh, I don't want it. Okay. <laughs> Give it to Jimmy. I'll try to make him guess what it is. He'll definitely get it wrong. Well, he doesn't listen to the podcast? No, no. of course he doesn't. Not when he's not on it. <laughs> that's so fucking weird. Well, that's what he said. Um, I don't know if that's, like, the factor why he doesn't. Like, I don't know. He says he doesn't listen to the ones that he's not on because he knows it's just us making fun of him. For yes, the that's what he said. Yeah. So that, that's and a, it's true. That's an, well, we do, but, I mean... It's not like I set out to make fun of him. It just ends up happening. Well, when you when you fucking spend your time on the show busting other people's balls, eventually the rent is due. Shit's, <laughs> shit's going to come back around, right? Yeah. Stop making it hard to be your friend, Jimmy. And people wouldn't make it up. Wouldn't give you shit. Yep. Uh, let's see here. Okay. I have one more game. Yay. It is a game of true or false. I actually have something for you after the at the end of this. Okay. Um, this game is actually called Liar. Okay. We played it before, and that's what we called it that time. So that's what I'm calling it here. Uh, I'm trying to figure out where I put this game at in my phone. Damn it! Damn it! Games for podcasts. Okay, here we go. This game is called Liar. It's a Queen reference. I don't know if you knew that or not. <laughs> not the way you said it. Well, that's how they sing it in the song. Okay. All right. Listen to the song. I don't know. Um, Let's see here. Okay, so I will decide whether or not you win this game. <laughs> no, I will decide. You have, uh, you actually have gone two for two in games so far. You won the first game. Right. You destroyed the second game. That get, That's a hard game, by the way. That is a hard game. Especially with James Bond, because there's a fuckload of James Bond movies. And all the covers look pretty much the same. And, yeah, I mean... It's James Bond with a gun. But I've never seen this cover. That he looks... He's, he's making, that's why I bought this, that's, is because he looks stupid as fuck on this cover. That's a real derp face. And I'm definitely taking pictures of this for the for the listeners. Yeah. Um, this game is called Liar, and, I'm, and how this game is played is I'm going to read you true or false statements about myself, and... If people have listened to previous episodes, they'll know that I admitted I peed on Tim's floor one time on this game. <laughs> oh, this game. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think there's anything like that. that is that terrible. If you didn't hear that, go back to episode 50. Is that what it is? Yeah. Damn, that was a while ago, huh? It was the uh, 
It was right after we moved into this house, or a couple right. months after we moved into this house. Our first and only live stream as well. Oh, we should do that again. We should. It's just hard to do. Right. It's a lot of setup. You got to do the cameras, mm-hmm. all that shit. Okay, so anyway, this game is called Liar, and Tim is going to be put to the test. I will decide if you win. <laughs> or you at home will. Okay, um, do you have any sunglasses in here? I do. Can I wear Actually, them? Actually, do I? I don't know if I do. I have some somewhere. Hang on if just you, a second. Well, I can just hide my eyes from you. <laughs> <laughs> I actually did have some. Oh, yeah, here they are. Okay. This is, I don't know if you'll be able to see my eyes through this, but it'll be those, able to help me keep my poker face. Those are like $60 sunglasses, so don't fuck me. What? <laughs> Damn, high roller. I'm rich as fuck. I make that Amazon money. <laughs> Baconandmaze.com slash Amazon. That's right. I'll go straight to Tim. Here's your first true or false. I was once told that I dress like David Arquette. If somebody told you that, they don't know how David Arquette dresses. Well, wait. David Arquette from when? (laughs) I mean, it's kind of up in the air. I described this movie cover to me. <laughs> um, God, he was in some terrible movies too, wasn't he? I've, I've only seen him in Scream and uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. He was in Ready to Rumble? I did not see that. The WCW I actually saw. Movie? I actually did see the beginning of it. Mm-hmm. But once, like, you know, fingers go up the butt to return a Slurpee, it's like, I'm. <laughs> this is not the movie for me, even... Even when I was in my Adam Sandler phase, this right, isn't right, the movie right, right. for me. I mean, there's bad, and then there's a, there's David Arquette bad. Yeah. Although the uh, the Dweezil Zappa cover of "Baby Hit Me Baby One More Time" is pretty sweet. What? Yeah, on that I'm, soundtrack, I haven't heard that. It's like Dweezil and I met Zappa covering "Hit Me Baby One More Time." What the fuck? Yeah, you should check that out. I'm definitely checking that out. Uh, I'm going to say just because it's the first question that it's true. Um, that's weird reasoning, but it is true. Okay. Uh, I once wore a firework stand t-shirt that I got for free with camo shorts and white shoes. Oh, well, yeah. Okay. And I, that's not something I normally wear, but it was like right. laundry day or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like the last things that I had that were clean. It was like a button up shirt. No, it was a firework stand t-shirt. Um, okay. it was awful. Okay. I shouldn't have worn that. Yeah, and a, and a girl pretty much like blasted me face to face about it. Blasted you face to face? Like she told like, me, she's you, like, You look like David Arquette, yeah, you motherfucker. You, she's like, Why would you wear that? Look at this David Arquette looking you, son of a bitch. You look like a fucking at the, idiot. At the fireworks stand. <laughs> no, I, well, I wasn't working at the fireworks stand. I got that t shirt because I bought so much fireworks. Oh, that's different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. you should get called out. Where'd you wait, where'd you get called out at? At a uh, get together, a party. Oh, okay. A small party. Um, let's see here. <laughs> you should go with David Arquette for Halloween this year. <laughs> I just wear that. Yeah. I don't have that stuff anymore though, so I'm sure you can find it at Goodwill. <laughs> yeah. Uh next one. I once had a gun pulled on me and peed in someone else's bed in the same night. That's really extreme. 
and not the band. No, that's <laughs> no. This is more than words. Um, <laughs> oh boy, I wish I had another extreme reverence loaded up, I'm but I don't think they, there is. Did they any ever other, do another song besides I that? I don't think so. Um, this is. I'm gonna say I'm gonna have to say this is true as well. Fuck, it is true. It's it's way too like. Crazy I know it's. To... I mean, it sounds. It, it could have been false though, because it's pretty out there. Every so often, uh, on your Facebook posts, there's a certain person that comments on some of your stuff. Ooh, I like where this is going. And I get triggered, like as soon as I see his name. Yeah, yeah. When I was a sophomore in high school, I went. Uh, this person, you knew this person or something? Yeah, I know what? this person. Uh, We'll talk about this after the show. Oh, no, we're going to talk about it now. Because okay. it's, it's, it's fun for the show. I just won't name the person. Okay, yeah. Um, I, went out for Hall- I went out for Halloween with uh, a couple friends from the subdivision. Uh, OG Chango. Yeah. Not, not, not the, the, guy that go, the guy that actually goes by Chango on Facebook. Okay. Like, uh, like, yeah. You know who I'm talking about, though. The guy that went to your thing that we call Chango? No, 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 no. This is this was when I was a sophomore, and there there okay. A little more explanation is probably needed. Uh, Sam Sam and I had a friend named Dave. Yes, okay, I know who Dave is. I, I guess I can, if, as far as I, that that I, that's good enough. Okay, um, <laughs> we went out for Halloween my sophomore year. Walked around, met up with some people. Um, this person was, lived in the trailer park behind our subdivision. Ooh, all right. The person from the previously stated the, the, Facebook. Yes, the person who comments on your posts mm-hmm. semi-frequently. Mm-hmm. Pulled a gun out, put it to my head, and pulled the trigger. Holy shit, Tim. Yes. And this is a person that I know. Yes. Wow. Well, and they've... T- I mean, I must see them as... An, like an okay enough person to talk back and forth with all the I'm time. sure he's an okay person now. I mean, it was a dumb kid back then, but like seriously, like I mean, the gun clearly wasn't loaded, or I wouldn't be here. Yeah, but, but that's there was definitely, up. but there was definitely like a puff of air that like instantly comes out, and it's if like, there was in that split second, I thought I was dead. Yeah, I mean, if there was like by some accident, that's how the shit like that happens. Mm-hmm. Fucked up, Tim. I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll tell you what is off the air. Please do. <laughs> Do not let me leave without telling me that information. All right. Just because I love shit like that. Because I'm sure the person doesn't remember doing it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it wasn't shit to them, obviously. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. Here we go. I once had the Freemasons do me a favor. (laughs) (laughs) True or false? Uh... Oh, that's funny. There was a, there was a period in time when Jordan was trying to join the Freemasons. Oh yeah, yeah. I also well, uh, <laughs> um, this sounds fun too. I'm gonna say true. <laughs> I may have ruined it by saying I also, but uh, but yes, um, I okay. So had some church friends <clears throat> on my street that I grew up on and we got we kind of tagged along to uh to hang out mm-hmm. with this kid who w- lived on my street and uh we were like young teenagers at this time it was Nate Hodges and I this kid that lived down the street from me John Otter and um and 
and somebody else. And um, this Freemason guy picked us up, took us to the Freemason's place. Told you to steal the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> no, uh, I got really bored with their fucking bullshit in the talking about whatever in the basement. We were just fucking around. We were like pushing a handicap thing around. Um, anyway, I dropped my wallet. That like I even needed a wallet at the time. I didn't even have a job yet, <laughs> and uh, they sent it to my school. And uh, my teacher gave it to me in class one day. He said, "Via the Freemasons, here you go." What? I said what? The fuck? So they cared enough to send me my wallet. So I got. I mean, I got no beef with the Freemasons. Are you sure they were actual Freemasons? Yeah. No, it was a Freemason temple. Like we talked to the guy and everything. He's okay. like, only thing you gotta. This is the bottom line of all of that I know about the Freemasons is that they're involved in some shady shit and all you gotta do to join the Freemasons is believe in God and that's it. That was that was their line that said you could join us if you believe in God. That's it. That's uh it's a pretty low barrier. It is. And it may And it explain- seems like something you could pretty easily lie about. Yeah, exactly. And it may be why there's some shady characters involved in the Freemasons. I would... See, I don't know anything about the Freemasons except for what I see on National Treasure movies. Yeah. But I would assume that the Freemasons wouldn't say they were the Freemasons. Like, clearly they have a temple and things like that. Well, they're the Masons. I've seen the Masonic temples and things like that, but they wouldn't... From the Freemasons. (laughs) Well, my teacher said that. But it oh. clearly got sent from somewhere, so they had to put it like on the thing. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I thought like it was like a note, no, written yeah. in the blood of like a bald <laughs> eagle that says, "To Chris, we gift you back your wallet." Sincerely, the Freemasons. Now I owe them a favor, and I'm very scared every day. <laughs> they they will call, especially now that they were that you have the uh, the publicity of this podcast behind you. Right, like you're the media now. So they're gonna. Speaking of, you're uh, gonna be the uh, the ginger Alex Jones for the Freemasons. God no. Oh God, I hope I can forget that you ever said that. <laughs> um, that should be your April Fool's episode. I <laughs> <sighs> don't even want to try to do an Alex Jones rant. Uh, okay, so next one. I have never actually liked Game of Thrones, but I lied so I could be on more podcasts. That's false. Everybody um, likes Game of Thrones. <laughs> That's correct. Okay, so you're four for four on this. Maybe I should have tried hard. <laughs> Here's another one. Uh, I lied and conned my way into a Six Flags season pass. That's a very specific thing, so it has to be true. It is true. <laughs> I told... <coughs> I told them that I lost my season pass voucher thing that before you... Because, okay, when you get a season pass, they give you like a voucher sort of ticket thing, or at least they used to. Mm-hmm. And then you have to take it to the season pass place and they take your picture and then that's where you get your pass. Um, I told them that I lost my voucher on a roller coaster before I got to the facility to take my picture. So then... And I had never even had a voucher, so they just gave me one. Uh, it's probably no sweat off of their back, but I, that was the day I was a con artist. That's, I'm surprised that didn't start you in a life of doing these kinds of things. <laughs> well, to be fair, 
when I was a severe alcoholic, I was a pretty shady character there for mm-hmm. a little bit. Which, so, prime candidate for the Freemasons. Yeah, and also that led me to that getting a gun pulled on me peeing in somebody's bed situation, which I didn't really delve more into, but Wait, I, six, and I don't want because to. Because of Six Flags? No, no, because I was a shady character. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, moving on. <laughs> um... I have yelled in the face of my upstairs neighbor, who is a very old lady. Because of... It seems out of character. Like, I could see you yelling at somebody, but you'd have to be really angry. Because you're usually pretty cool unless something, like, really pisses you off. Like, somebody's saying Podcast 2 Electric Boogaloo. (laughs) Um, Well, it's more about the movies. I, I I do that all the time. Yeah, it's a it's a shitty joke, and everyone <laughs> says it. It's like fucking stop. People didn't always say it when I was saying. <laughs> I was the electric boogaloo uh, hipster. Gosh, you're so such an innovator. Uh, <laughs> if it was a woman more your own age, I would say definitely because it's an old lady. I'm going to say false. It is false. Gosh, you're so good at games today. <laughs> Fuck. Well, that's because I suck at Jimmy or Google, so I have to, like, make up in something. Here we go. Next one. I had a phase where I put too many posters of women on my bedroom walls. True. It's also true. It's gotta be true. Everybody's had that phase. Well, I this was an absurd amount. <laughs> What's an absurd amount? I mean, I don't even, like... I, I would get like, wrestler magazines, and mm-hmm. I would take the pictures of the girl wrestler. Not the girl wrestlers. At the time, they were just females that were in wrestling, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they fucking covered an entire wall at one point. I uh, I had something. Similar. A wall is big. <laughs> you know what well, I'm I mean, it depends on the wall, but yeah, there was a. I had a similar time, like when I had a uh, when I was younger, and I had like my computer down in my parents' basement, and that's where we would jam. Mm-hmm. Um. Back then, I was like working at the uh, the bookstore in the mall. Yeah, and every now and then, uh, at the end of the month, you have to tear the covers off the magazines and then throw the throw the bulk of the magazine away and then send the cover back to the uh, the publisher uh, so they can keep inventory of what didn't sell. Sure, yeah. <clears throat> well, we didn't normally do like, especially if if uh, somebody opened one of like the Playboys or something like that. Right. We'd rock paper scissors to see who got the bulk of the. Uh, <laughs> the magazine right because it'd just be a magazine with no cover um (laughs) this was crazy shit and and we'd have to do that if like somebody came in and they like snuck the uh magazine off the stand and like opened it somewhere else Mm -hmm. like if it was out of the plastic we couldn't sell it we'd immediately have to tear the cover off and send it back and send it back wow i didn't know that they did that yeah um but like you know, sometimes at the end of the month it'd be like maxim magazines and things like that Mm -hmm. so i wouldn't i would take them and um like if like Jessica Alba was in it or something like that, I'd cut those things out and I'd hang them on the wall. Very attractive female. And that was, uh, yeah, this was right when Dark Angel came out. Mm-hmm. So that's that's going back quite a ways. That's like early 2000s. I mean, she was in every magazine for at least three years, right? Right, yeah, something like that. So, and that was, we'd, uh, we'd get together, we'd play guitar, and like we'd have pictures of women on the wall. <laughs> right. That was what we did. That's just, I mean, I guess that's just what you do. Or I- the, like, the guitar world uh, catalog for the year would usually have like attractive women with guitars. So I'd cut those out yeah. and put those. 
Okay, next. True or false? I've been kicked out of four places for drinking too much. I'm going to say false because I think it's more than four. It's false, but it's not for the reason you're thinking. It's actually two. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, two places that I was calling home, I was kicked out because of drinking way too much. And I feel like two is too many. <laughs> oh, kicked out of like... My home. Right. Okay. I thought you meant like places uh, where you yeah. were... I thought you meant like bars Damn and it. like establishments. Should have been more specific. As an alcoholic, of course you're going to get kicked out of places. Right. <laughs> Damn. Would you, would, okay, if you thought it was homes, would you have guessed, would you have still said There's false? no way you would get kicked out of four homes. That would be insane. I mean, I was working on it. This was not in that big of a span of time that two happened. You okay. know what I'm saying? Well, I'll, either way, I said four, sir. Yeah. I, I said it was false for more, so I'll, yeah. I'll still take the hit for it. I, well, I'm, I mean, I'm doing well regardless. <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, six I out of seven is not bad. I don't need a clean sweep. <laughs> I just need the, it's the one I just thing need you've gotten the wrong. The, yeah, the only thing I've gotten wrong so far. And, well, one of the true false, but that's not in this game. I didn't get anything wrong in the in the others either. In the true false? I thought you got one of them wrong. Yeah, you did, because you said um, Mark Paul Gossler. Oh, that's right. That, you're right, you're right. I, if you're going to get something wrong, Ann Coulter. I automatically be the... filtered Ann Coulter out of my brain. <laughs> Rightfully so. Okay. Last one. At one time, I was told I was the most shady person in my group of friends. Wow. I need to know the rest of the group of friends. Uh, We've established a lot through this true and false already about how shady you were. Or how shady you claim to be. So the fact that like this is like the last question, I'm gonna say it has to be true. It like, is this true. Is, this is tying the. Someone bow told on me it. that to my face. You look like a shady David Arquette. <laughs> no, different person, but Dif- same same era. <laughs> <laughs> different person, different party. Yeah, no, uh, it was uh, so, I don't. Somebody had brought up like who is the most out of our group of friends? Who's the person? You know, it's kind of like. The butthurt game, but we were actually discussing. <laughs> and uh, it wasn't unanimous, but one person who I, at the time, thought was a really good friend of mine told me that. And I was like, man, I must be a piece of shit if this guy thinks that. Because he was a really good friend of mine, you know what I mean? Like, he's a cool dude. Felt pretty shitty after that. And that was one of the things that led me to being like... And I don't talk to this person anymore either. Not because of that, but because, like... A lot of friends from that time I don't talk to anymore mm-hmm. because, like, I feel like that's sort of what I associate with that group of friends is, like, that's what we did together is get fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So uh, that's sort of something that happens when you grow. You naturally grow out of friendships. Right. It, it happens when you get older. You know what I mean? And I'm glad that that didn't happen to you because uh, that's not always what we did together. We just hung out because we're good friends, right? Yep, absolutely. I like that that's where we're... Because I, I knew you during that time. Right. But I didn't really hang out with the rest of that group. Exactly, yeah. So, anyway, that is where we're going to uh, end the games portion of this podcast. We're I won... Gonna... You did win. I you, won I mean, three games. I feel like you pretty much, like, 
there's no way that I can't consider you a winner, right? No, there's no I know way. I decide. You decide. So. So. <laughs> I mean, you can still veto. Like, if the paper comes across your desk, you can... You can. Of course, I, res- I reserve that right always. Absolutely. Um, let's get to the prize segment, shall we? We shall. Uh, I'm going to have to get the cameras rolling, so let's take a small break All so right. I can do that. And we're back. Yes, we are. This is the prize segment because... Wee. Tim is a winner. Thank you. And he gets that compliment all the time. Yeah. Not, not so much, but it's nice to hear it every now and then. If you want to hear how t- Tim won these prizes that we're about to uh, show on the video segment, you can go and listen to our audio podcast at baconandaze.com. Slash Amazon. Wait, no. If you want to kick a couple dollars to the show. So Chris can get a new camera. That's right. Visit <laughs> baconandaze.com slash Amazon. It doesn't charge you anything extra. Yes. Here we go with the prizes. All right, I'm excited. Your first prize is a re-gift. <laughs> oh, see, I'm not eating sugar, so I can't have these. Oh, may- well, maybe you can give them to... The cat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you may hear the cat by the end of this video segment. <laughs> Yeah, probably. And you definitely heard him on the audio part. So. Okay, so... <laughs> Thank you, Chris. I this like candy. This gift is definitely useless to you? Kind of. You're saying? Yeah, well... <laughs> I mean, I've never been a huge fan of Pez themselves. Right. Either. Me neither, which is why i <laughs> giving them to you. Next prize... Is... <laughs> oh, God. Chuck Norris Delta Force 2 Operation Stranglehold, which is the uh, the official Ted Nugent um, operation. Norris and the Force are back. And, wow, at least you only spent 25 cents on it. Uh, yeah, I, that, yeah, okay, I did spend 25 cents on this. Sometimes they have price tags on them and that's not what I actually spent. Oh, it's got the guy from uh, Untouchables in it. It does. I forgot about that. That ugly motherfucker. Yeah, he's the bad guy. Um, I did watch this movie. It is terrible. It's a canon film, which I don't know if you've seen the documentary about canon films, mm-hmm. but it's pretty insane, the story behind the guys that made those movies. They like reused scenes all the time, like action scenes all the time. Mm-hmm. They uh, made movies on a shoestring budget. Most of them didn't ever make any money. There's a surprising lack of tape in this tape. <laughs> It's a short movie. Okay. I know that's oh, weird. 150, no, 150 minutes is almost two hours. Oh, you know what? Yeah, it's not. Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I mean... It's not a long... See, time flies when you're watching bad movies. Yeah, I believe I became very distracted by my phone while watching did that. You, did, did Chuck Norris get eaten by a Sharknado? No. Um, it does feature something that is in a lot of canon films, which is the skydiving scene. It lasts way too long. Um, it's a purely... its a, I mean, the most 80s thing that you can put in an action movie is a skydiving scene. Man, that really sucks, especially since this movie was made in 1990. Oh, what? <laughs> At, well, it came out in 90. It was probably from 89. To be fair. I'll let you... Yeah, sure. Semantics, Wait, right? There, we need, I haven't seen... It's been a long time since I've seen a Timothy Dalton James Bond. We need to see if they're skydiving in any of those. Oh, I mean, there almost certainly is. <laughs> And your last prize for this week. And I, and I really want you to get pumped up for what this is, okay? I put it in a folder so you don't see immediately what it is. 
your help, your choice, Geek Squad app. <laughs> it's a... <laughs> okay, so show show first show the picture. It's a signed photo. Who is it? This <laughs> one. Who is it? Um Read the top of the letter. It says Man, he spells his name weird. Yeah. <laughs> or he signs his name weird. This is Michael Crichton. Yeah, it's a signed a signed uh, t- uh, 8x10 of, of Michael, Michael Crichton. Crichton. So the thing that was throwing me off, like, I was pretty sure this was Michael Crichton. Yeah. But he doesn't sign his last name Crichton. <laughs> it looks like Culiot. Yeah, I mean, when when a lot of times when people sign, famous people, especially when they sign a name, they're like halfway do it because they're doing it really fast. So I don't... <laughs> So, I'll give you some backstory, but read the letter. Um, it has Michael Crichton letterhead, first of all. Yes, it does say Michael. I'll have to. I'll hide Chris's address. Oh, my childhood home address. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, you've had this for a while. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, yeah. It says right there, August twentieth, nineteen ninety nine. Right. Dear Chris, many thanks for your letter and your kind comments on my work. It helps as I struggle to get the next one out. And he's talking about uh, poop. Um. <laughs> Does anybody live at this home address? Like, is this still your parent or your mom's no, address no, no, or anything? No, no. Yeah, somebody else lives there now. Your street name is Islam Orada. Isla Morada. It is, uh, it's, I guess, Spanish for the Purple Island. Okay. Yeah. If you, re- if you read it out loud, it looks like Islam Orada. <laughs> right, right. I never thought about that really either. Well, we live in a different time. 2018. That's, that's true. Uh, yeah, so official Michael, <laughs> official letter from Michael Crichton, and um, and a signed eight by ten, right, of Michael Crichton. So backstory on the letter, first of all, yes, please. Middle school class, um, it was I, I believe I love Jurassic Park three so much. I believe it was a writing class of some kind, or a reading and writing class, maybe phonics or something like that. But uh, in middle school, I don't know what they call it. But anyway. She as a as a project, you had to write to an author and tell them what you thought of their book. Sure, I read. <laughs> I'm just putting my. I'm I'm gonna use Michael Crichton's face. I read. As my uh, own. I read Michael Crichton's book, Eaters of the Dead, which is not appropriate for a middle school. That was one of my better works. <laughs> they remade it into a Thirteenth Warrior. I don't know if you know what that movie is. That's that movie. Yeah. Dude, 13th Warrior is a great movie. Yeah, it uh, stars Antonio Banderas. Yes, uh, from Islam Arada. Yeah, and the movie is basically about a uh, group of Vikings, right? Yeah, it's uh, a Middle Eastern person. Gets uh, put into this in, group of Vikings, a, yeah. and he sails down a river was, with them. And... I thought that was a retelling of the story of Ivanhoe. Right? I mean, it might be. might be Michael Crichton's version or something like that. But the book is not appropriate for kids, and I told I when I remember writing him, be like, mm-hmm. I would have probably liked this more if there was less like killing and stuff in it. But <laughs> but I'm but I wasn't really like that's not what I was into. You know what right. I'm saying at the time. So uh, now I'm way more into killing. Yeah. Dude, Thirteenth <laughs> Warrior. If you guys haven't checked out Thirteenth Warrior, that's a really underrated movie. I think like if you like Conan the Barbarian type yeah. stuff, like Thirteenth Warriors, like good. Antonio Banderas is good in it. I wonder if they ever the covered mu- that on How Did This Get Made. The music's good in it. I'll, I definitely will go back and check that out. I don't know 
if I saw it around the time, but I, I definitely have seen it at some point, mm-hmm. but only that one time. We need to do the uh, we need to do the Onyx Edge Studios movie night on oh, our, maybe on our we Patreon. Can do that. Maybe we can watch that. We might, yeah, that might be a thing to do. Uh, that's going to do it for this prize segment. Do, how do you feel about your prizes overall? I mean... Are you going to frame that, first of all? I am. I actually am going to frame yes. this. Dude, he wrote Jurassic Park. He did, and the yeah. Andromeda Strain. Did he... Okay, so... Super nerd question. Okay. I don't know if I'll have the answer, because I'm not a nerd. Steven Spielberg, did he write the screenplay with Michael Crichton, or did he just adapt his own version for of it? Jurassic Park. Yeah. Uh, Michael Crichton wrote the novel. Like, how involved was Michael Crichton in the actual movies? Oh, I have no idea. Probably not very, right? Yeah, probably not. He got paid like a motherfucker, though. Yeah, that's you know all you that. Need, Get that fucking money, Mike. And now you have a fucking sweet autograph. Yeah. <laughs> that thing's in pristine condition, by the way. That's I kept, great. I kept there's that for not, almost 20 years. I mean, there's, there's not a trace of semen on this. Oh, my God. <laughs> I clapped right in the mic. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh boy, that was hilarious. You clapped right in the mic? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I was talking about. There's no right. trace of that. Right. Uh, okay, so uh, before we leave, we have to do our ham and eggers. It's a tradition on the podcast. You need a, you need an opposite of ham and eggers too. I, I do? Yeah, because I think like just the ham and egger part. Yeah. It's uh it ends the show on a negative note sometimes. Oh, you're right, you it need does. To, and especially like well, I try to do the ham and eggers and then like do a quick like wrap up sort of like just back and forth about yeah. it and make fun of it and that kind of thing. What and would be it's... the opposite of a ham and egger? Oh, a champion. Okay. So yeah. we'll do our champions and we'll do our ham and eggers. What? Yeah. Wow. New concept on the show. I like Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Okay. So Who's... since you're the guest, you get to do your first choice on each. Okay. So whichever one you want. So of course, ham and eggers go first because we want to end on a positive, right? Uh, either way. Okay. You know what? I think we should do champions first. All right. Fine. Uh, my champion is uh, real life Jimmy because I love Jimmy to death. Oh, wow. That is super positive. That's right. <laughs> okay. Mind out of the toilet. We're thinking positive here. I mean, I feel like I have to go with Michael Crichton. Well, yeah. I mean, he sent... Look at him. He sent young Chris Nays. Well, yeah, I mean, he's got those piercing blue eyes. <laughs> Look at um, that. I love the pose, too. This is... This, he looks like a he looks like a poor man's David Hasselhoff. Like, this could be David, Asselhoff, David Hasselhoff's cousin. Right. Turtleneck. And that's totally... That's, it's actually a kind of a David Hasselhoff-y headshot, too. Mm-hmm. I love it. So you don't hassle the Hoff, and you uh, and Michael Crichton is our is the champion, and you don't get a ton of Crichton. So, R.I.P. By the way. Oh fuck! I forgot about that. Yeah, man, he did. Shit, that's more valuable. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely getting framed now. <laughs> fucking <laughs> downer! I forgot, man. Sorry. Oh fuck! We brought champions back down. <laughs> no, God did that. Oh, that's my application for the Freemasons right there. <laughs> Okay, that brings us to our ham and eggers. Um, Speaking of Freemasons. Yes. My, is that your ham and egger? Might be. Okay, uh, my ham and egger for this episode is Bacon and Nays podcast, Jimmy, because he's a motherfucker. Oh, man. Both sides of the coin That's there. I right. like it. Fuck that guy. He's kind of a jerk sometimes. He's a real contrarian asshole. Yeah, and I, I kind of wonder, like, is 
podcast Jimmy the one who likes that DC movie? Or was it... Oh, you think real-life Jimmy loves Thor Ragnarok? Yeah, yeah. He watched it on the train. But it's weird because he gave it to me. So I don't know if real podcast, podcast Jimmy gave it to me. Probably God, this more, entire thing is more so convoluted than, He has now. more than one copy. He probably does. <laughs> and that one is semen all over it. Because why else, if it hasn't been opened, why right. else would he even buy it? Exactly. Look at his pophead collection. Yeah. And uh, let's see, who's my Hammenager? We covered a lot of stuff this episode. Looking at my little notes here hmm. i still feel like i need to uh put michael Crichton's face over my own for this video because you know they do that deep fakes now they uh you know about the deep fakes no i don't what oh is that? man there's a there's a some software that they had on reddit like somebody shared on reddit and you can basically like scan people's instagrams they were doing it with celebrities like celebrity instagrams and really uh, things like that to get their heads pictures of their heads at multiple angles yeah and then map them onto porn scenes Wow. There's one of Gal Gadot that's like really realistic looking. That's pretty creepy. It's very creepy. Like they're banning it all over the place. Yeah. Oh, shoot. I now you know. Yeah. Oh, they, actually, they actually did some good with it though. Mm. They were taking Nicolas Cage and just putting Nicolas Cage in a bunch of different movies. Of course they were. <laughs> that was hilarious. There was um, like Nicolas Cage in Raiders of the Lost Ark and shit yeah, like that. Yeah. Okay, so, gosh, there's even more information to take into account now. Mm-hmm. Take that into your weekend. <laughs> oh, God. I'm going to have to go with Ann Coulter. I feel like she yeah. has been a prime candidate this entire time, and she was brought up quite a few times on this episode, so it feels like I kind of have to. I mean, yeah, just because of Sharknado. I mean, and, you know, I guess props to her, because that shark was probably the last time Ann Coulter's been eaten in years. Yeah, and, I mean... I feel like it's less about Sharknado and more about just her as a human being is fucking awful. Yeah. Uh, top to bottom, right? I mean, as far as I know. From the top of her head to the tips of her toes, she's a piece of shit. She's a ham and egg for sure. That's right. She might be... I mean, she's got to go into Scramble Mania now. I, she's a shoe-in, obviously. Yeah, I mean, like, who's who's the bigger ham and egg, blackface guy or Ann Coulter? <laughs> is, well, the, is the question that we're going to find out at the end of the year. Well, blackface guy hasn't been... In this round of Ham and Eggers, though. So well, eventually there's going to be Ham and Eggers All-Stars. There will be. And Blackface is a sure contender. Uh, and uh, Al Jolson is who we're referring to, by yeah. the way. Joel Olstein. <laughs> <laughs> and that's going to do for this episode. See you next time, everybody. Bye. Bye. Green Bean. That entire last segment had just Tim in it, and that was weird. <laughs>